0: Congratulations Finkley for your win as the South Carolina Black Page's 20 under 40. I just wanna say I love you and I appreciate everything you do. President Barack Obama's taught us that change does matter. We chat with Kelly Williams, Pastor Brian McKnight, and Mr. Mayo Christian Phillips.
1: If you want change to happen, voting is going to get people like myself and Mayo in the office. Voting is- For the
0: next few moments, you get to hear from the change agents of Mullen, South Carolina. It's a show you don't want to miss. I'll come up next on The Michael Finkley Show. Hello, everybody. It's the Michael Finkley Show. I'm Michael Finkley. Today is Wednesday, October 21st, 2020. Again, halfway through this week, y'all. I hope that you all are being productive and you're getting things done that you need to get done during this time. Stay positive, guys. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Michael Finkley Show, and ring that bell for notification. We'll send you an email saying, hey, new content is uploaded. Thank you so much to our future viewers, our viewers, our subscribers, our future subscribers. Again, you are watching The Michael Finkley Show, where we're here to inform, educate, and inspire you. We're bringing you shows that you need to hear, that you want to hear as well. Thank you so much. Now, y'all, we are a few weeks away from voting. Alright, a lot of persons I've seen on social media are voting already They're milling their ballots, they're voting early Have you done each of that? Each one of those, have you done that thus far? A lot of persons are waiting on for election day to come And going to stand in those long lines and just going to say Hey, we need change Change needs to be made And that's where our guests come in today Change agents of my hometown of Mullins, South Carolina Now this is just a few a few of those change agents, but we're so glad to have Christian Phillips, Kelly Williams, and Pastor Brian McKnight with us And I tell you, they have been extraordinary with Nintendo Mullins and making that true difference that needs to be made Two of them went in for office, which too, you have to stay tuned to watch that information So more to come, you guys, we'll be right back Next, we chat with the change and use of Mullen, South Carolina. We'll be right back. On the next Michael Finkley Friday, we are looking into the lives of photographers. And we're including Albert Bates, Kendrick Johnson, 12 Martin, and Nelson Sanchez. It's a show you don't want to miss. Join us on the next Michael Finkley. Looking for a mentoring program for your young male between the age of 6 and 18 in Columbia, South Carolina? Well, look no further. Big Homie, Lil Homie Mentoring Program is the program for you. Under the leadership of Mr. Jamal Shroud, Big Homie, Lil Homie is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that caters and mentors at risk youth that come from single parent homes. The organization caters to young males between the ages of 6 and 18 within the Greater Columbia area. The organization is devoted to shaping and molding their life into great men of society. Big Home Little Homie organizes male gatherings, discussions, and even educational assistance devoted to guiding and leading them into a positive light. Making a positive attitude will help in transforming their life regardless of what is experienced in life. For more information on Big Homie Little Homie Mentoring Program, visit our social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Welcome back to The Michael Finkley Show. We are celebrating change agents here on The Michael Finkley Show. And we are going back to my hometown of the Mullins, South Carolina. We have some awesome persons doing some great things in the city of Mullins. And definitely wanna highlight what they're doing, talk about what they're doing as well. We have three individuals here with us and I'm telling you all of them each have a story to tell. I'm gonna allow them to introduce themselves to you. So let's start with Kelly. Kelly, just tell us who you are and, you know, what are you doing in Mullins right now?
1: Yes, thank you so much, Michael, for the opportunity. I am Kelly R. Williams, and I am entrepreneur, philanthropist, community organizer, community activist, and I'm also a candidate for Mullins City Council District Number 5. I am excited, and I'm ready to rock and roll.
0: Let's go! I love it! (laughs) I love it, Pastor McKnight. Well, <laughs> you all are so I- energetic. <laughs> um, I am Brian E. McKnight. I am a pastor, pastor a singer. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> not the singer. I can't sing, but I don't have his money. Oh, That's don't. only we I know. don't have. Uh, but uh, but uh, I'm a pastor of church. I am an educator. I have a And also um I do I am a chaplain at the hospital. Uh so I do a whole lot. Um and that's just me, man. Mm-hmm. That's
2: just me. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Great, great, mayo Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> yes, how's everybody doing? Just tell us great, you are great. and what are you doing right now in mullins Yeah, so I'm Mayo Christian Phillips Jr. Um I'm your candidate for City Council District 1. Um, some of the things that I'm doing here, um, I currently uh, work um, for a cybersecurity company as a software tester. Um, I, I'm also a barber in Mullins at uh, Phillips Fred Barbershop where I've done barbering there. Um, I've also helped uh, have some youth um, programs that I've been able to do. Um, so yeah, that's that's just a little bit about me.
0: No, oh, I love it. I love you. And again, thank you all for being on. Kelly. Tell us about growing up in Mullins. How was that for you?
1: Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Growing up in Mullins was fantastic to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we were growing up back in the day, we had a lot of opportunity. We had a lot of things that was happening. I remember, you know, going down Mullins and shopping at B.C. Moores. I remember, you (laughs) know, the... (laughs) We're telling our age. Yes, I remember... (laughs) Friday night football games. I yes. mean rival between Mary and Mullins was deep. I mean heavy. A lot of people. I re- I actually remember Hardy's and Burger King used to be packed after the Friday the night football games. Mm-hmm. Um had a Golden Leaf Festival. We'd had a street dance So I mean, and the community was full of kids. The, the the community was full of thriving jobs with AVM and the local plants that was here. And everybody just was a, a sense of togetherness. So I mean growing up in Mullins to me was awesome.
2: <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Mayo, what are some of your fond memories? Uh, just being able to grow up, you know, in Mullins. I just remember, you know, being at my grandfather's shop, um, you know, with, with some of the elders, you know, telling their jokes, you know, telling me some good wisdom about things that, you know, I hadn't yet experienced in life. So I, I would just say, you know, that's some of my fond memories being in Mullins, especially being on the band. You know, I was a, a trumpet player. You know, it was it was about the music, you know, just being able to get the uh the football team going. And uh yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah.
0: All right. I'm so glad you mentioned your grandfather, Mr. Fred Phillips. He was the first person to ever cut my hair. I think a lot of people oh, wow. can to that. A lot of people. <laughs> yes. What about you, um, Pastor McKnight? Yes, I think I I have the same thing as all of us, uh, as you may know. My dad worked at the high school for like thirty some years, yes. and so <laughs> you know, you talking about going to games. We had to be at the games. <laughs> basketball. He cleaned the whole gym after the game. I'm, so you know, it's like it's put in me. <laughs> we didn't yeah. have the choice. Uh, right. But but you know, I told a person this on tonight. I said, you know, it was a big thing to go from Mullins to Marion. Or from Mullins to Florence. Like that was mm-hmm. a major trip because everything was in Mullins. Like we love yeah. Mullins. I remember yeah. when the fair was in Mullins. Yes. 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 I'm really yeah. telling my age now. I remember <laughs> when the fair was in, M- I remember mm-hmm. after every Marin and Mullins football game fights. You know, I, that's. that's yeah. <laughs> we got nothing else to do. So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, that's that's my hometown um and and there's still a love for it in me mm-hmm. I, I promise you there is a love for it in me yeah and i'm glad you talk about that love um yeah. anybody can answer this question are you care how are you carrying on this love for mullins into the next generation that you're seeing that, that you're serving
1: oh uh, i'm gonna oh go ahead pastor yeah,
0: sure short sure. I- I'll be short sure. <laughs> uh, but the main thing I say is in order to prove real love you have to learn how to defend your love mm. uh, I think oftentimes we say we love people but when they are I don't know how to say the question or if something is said about them we become silent mm. and so to me you know, I can love you with my heart, but if my action does not prove it, is it real? So I said that to say this here. If someone say they ain't nothing in Mullins, I immediately stop them and be like, "Hold up, you know, there's nothing wrong with Mullins. There's something wrong know. with the people that might be in it, but there's, you know, because I love the area. Mm-hmm. I was raised there. I was born there. You know, it mm-hmm. made me who I am today. So I cannot destroy the foundation." And think that i'm going to build a house it's going exactly. to come you know exactly. i can't insult and give insight so i can insult mullen and try to give insight to it you know so yeah. i love that kelly
1: absolutely just to piggyback yeah. off him this is through my actions yeah. I, got, I tell I tell people all the time, you know, Mullins is home. Mullins is what gave me my foundation. Yes, I can live anywhere in the world I want to. I can.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But,
1: Mullins, but Mullins is home. And through my actions and my own groundwork, showing people the compassion that I really care for them and I really care for my city and really want my city to thrive again and change, that's, that's yeah. all I can do. And I want to give the next generation hope to say, you know what? Somebody didn't move away. Somebody, Somebody. actually stayed. That's Somebody it. stayed and made it work. And if yeah. Kelly can do it, if Brian can do it, if Mayo yeah. can do it, yeah. I yeah. can do it.
0: Yeah, that's it. It's true. That's it. I love it. It's true. It's
2: true. I, I definitely agree with Kelly. I definitely agree with all of you. you know, it's just, it's just the fact that, you know, I, we go off to school and we you know we get the education and we go off and you know work these jobs. I feel the same way. I feel that, you know, going off and being able to, I've seen things by going off. being able to come back i know that i can contribute to mullins you know the first question i ask what can we do to make mullins a city just like the cities that we like admire yes we could just bring some of those attributes to to Mullins. you know i work i work off but i do live here and i and that's what my like you said like brian said my heart desire is here I, i love mullins i want to be here and i love it um just you know just want to be able to fight for what we used to have. You know, we had those great days of, of the Golden leaf. If we could just bring yeah. back some of that spark, it doesn't have to be, you know, exactly Golden leaf, but right. it is something that can spark what we had back in those days. You know, going to Mullins, everybody came to Mullins. We know that Mullins was about, you know, yeah. all the events and bringing in that industry. You know, we can bring that back. That's, that's what yeah. I think is important as far as expansion. Gotcha, Mullins. gotcha.
0: Yes, yeah, so like like you said, um, Mayo, we can be that city just like anybody, any other city that's out there. But again, in our own unique style, because again, when you're talking about Mullen, South Carolina, you know, <laughs> you are talking about something unique and it produces yeah, yeah. persons that you're seeing before us. Pastor McKnight, um, you are a pastor and you've been doing this for many years. You're married to First Lady Jay, my classmate. <laughs> And oh, um, yeah, a thriving <laughs> ministry there and choir um, boy, too. I think she's called him that. She's called choir boy, <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, uh, go <laughs> Oh, she's called you
0: choir boy.
2: On oh, me, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that's what my wife told me. She gave me the secrets, you know. <laughs>
2: okay,
0: Jay's okay. Like telling secrets.
2: Get her, get her, not me. <laughs> I'll a i will sing the love- selection for me if you need to. <laughs> yes, there we
0: sir. go. A and, I love it. A and B. Let's just, I'm ready. So, Pastor, Sorry, Pastor, I'm <laughs> Pastor McKnight, oh, <No>, you're fine, <laughs> Pastor McKnight. In the uh-huh. world we live in today, where do you see the aspect of spirituality today? Spirituality. So much is happening, right?
2: Sure. So where mm-hmm. do you
0: see that today in today's world? Um, I will say this here. Everything evolves around perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that in the season that we're in, there's some people who staring at the, the cup half empty more mm-hmm. than half full. And so, based upon how we perceive, is how we receive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, with that being said, how I see us really, I see this season as a season of kingdom alignment, uh, of order being set. Um, I, I, I see that uh, that there's conflict that's being held that's causing change, because until something is challenged, it won't change. That's correct. Until Not until you've talked about it and complained about it. Until you stood face-to-face to challenge it, it won't change. And so as I'm seeing uh, racism on an all-time high, I'm talking about where we've seen people locally in our area, either in Florence County, Mothers or Mary, get laid off jobs because of racist comments. Mm. And so some people are like, oh, my God, racism is back. But I began to get excited because now it's been exposed. And so now these people have to shift. Um, and so I said that, to say this here, that I believe spiritually, all of us are being realigned, rerouted. Uh, mm-hmm. Even there's some people who've gotten freed from some things. And you know, I hate to say this in this sense, but even uh, even with church, uh, um, I've seen people, I've talked to some pastors, they're like, I don't know if some people are gonna come back. Some people have gone other places. It's like this season has really released all of us to stop holding our breath and really start to make decisions, yeah. conscious decisions that we should have made that we thought about. So that's why I feel like we all are, you know, everybody may not be a Christian or may not, even though, you know, I, you know I'm not gonna get into that, because we were not first called Christians anyway, but uh, I'm not here to do apologetics tonight. because uh-huh. I don't want nobody to think I'm, you know, I- I'm a heretic and whatnot. Uh, but, but I believe <laughs> that we're being aligned to our original assignment in the earth, in this season. So uh, I see it as a beautiful season. I mean, so much change has taking place, us as younger people, They have to use us now because uh, most older people can't come out and do stuff. They're they're afraid of this virus. And so, honestly, I see it as evolution, and which I know, again, when you're talking about spirituality among Christians or, you know, believers, they don't like the word evolution, but it simply means to evolve. Like, we're evolving. And I think sometimes we don't like the word evolution more so because of the evolving aspect, or because of the change aspect. Yeah. You know, so if evolution is talked about, oh God, no, we can't say that. We got to put a cross up. But but it's change. Change is taking place, and uh, that's where I think that we are. So again, uh, I'll say this here: sometimes kingdoms have to be torn down before they are built up again i got gotcha. you i got gotcha. you I, lo- I, mm-hmm. I love that i love that i love i don't want to you... talk too much i don't talk too much oh no you're fine i, I love i love the way That's you good. said though too a lot That's of good. things are yeah. shifting a lot of things are shifting things that you were afraid to do had the mind to yep. do now you're doing those things I, and you're doing it. i tell you you said decisions another word that stuck out was decisions and we all have to make a decision in november when we vote Oh, yeah. Two of those two persons with us today are running for office. So, Kelly, tell us about why you're running for office and, you know, your platform.
1: Yes. Well, in 2016, I moved back to Mullins. I lived in Myrtle Beach when I went to Coastal Carolina University, came back home and I noticed that Mullins was still very, very stagnant. Mullins was just as I left it back in 2009. So I started getting involved. I started going to the city council meetings and just really kind of seeing what is going on. Let me hear from our leaders on what is really happening. And once I started going to the city council meetings, I became very, very frustrated. I became very, very disheartened and upset because our leadership was literally not doing what was needed and what was necessary to take us, like Pastor said, to shift us to the yeah. next level of where we need it to be. Mm. So I started my my nonprofit organization and my business in 2016 as well. So I started doing own groundwork just from a philanthropist standpoint, really getting out of community. I started my mentoring program. Um, I adopted a highway, you know, to kind of clean up in my neighborhood and stuff like that. And really just learning Mullins again, because I mean, as a child, you know, yeah. we knew Mullins, but I went yeah. away and now I became back as an adult. So I was in a different viewpoint, a different lens <laughs> that I was looking at Mullins through. And I just, you know, over the years, just just seeing really it was just no changes and no effects. And in the beginning of June, I spoke with my family and I was just like, you know what? If the change is not happening through the current leadership, you know, I may need to be the change and create my own seat at the table. And that's exactly what I did. July the 1st I announced my candidacy August the 1st I went ahead and filed and I'm making my own seat at the table and my platforms is very simple you're um, creating more jobs and bringing more opportunities by tapping into my entrepreneurship my resources I'm, I'm a business strategist that's what I do that's what I do every single day I work with corporations I work with small business I work with nonprofits. I teach them how to revamp I teach them how to bid on contracts I pull in contracts that's um, what I do so really bringing a new job opportunity opportunities to the table also revitalizing the current small businesses that's here it's a lot of entrepreneurs that's a clear across the city of Mullins not just on Main Street but clear across the whole entire town really tapping into them and seeing where we can really revitalize them where we can get them grant funding a lot of grants that's out there to help revitalize them as well Get them the the, um, the necessary needs that they can even start hiring more people to be able to help them with their marketing, marketing strategies so people outside of Mullins and Marion County can know who they are and come and shop with them. Um, clean communities, um, and it's cleaning up my district. District number five has a lot of abandoned homes. It one side of the district is thriving; it was very clean, and the other side of the district is just very very dirty and abandoned so I feel like with my um my platform I can be able to help clean up some of these homes that's in the area I'm so sorry for the background noise you guys um from the from the area and then um from the last um point just baby just to be a voice for change I really want to be that catalyst for change I've been called militant (laughs) i've been called radical (laughs) i've been called a troublemaker throughout my whole entire campaign and why is because people are not used to the change that i see (laughs) that happens they see that it is somebody out here that's shaking up the atmosphere and and that's what I want to be, uh, a voice for the voiceless. And it's a lot of people that hear that really want to be vocal, that want to be like we are, you know, just taking a step and a leap out on faith and being that, that, that forefront, but they just are scared or they just feel like it's not their time so I want to be that person to say hey these are the issues that my constituents are saying these are the things that I you know people throughout the whole entire city is wanting let's put some action on the ground and get make things happen simple that's simple it's enough talking it's enough putting down the city let's get to work
0: let's get to work so yeah
1: I'm all in. To I leave. love it.
0: I see. I see. <laughs> Mayo, what about you? Um, the office you're running for and why running for office? I know that you have some history. Your family um, actually is in office. Some offices now. So you're carrying on that legacy. So why are you running?
2: Um, Like you like said before, you know, it was something that my grandfather always said. He said, you know, if you, like Kelly said, if you want change, you be the change. You know, and I can say I was inspired by my grandfather and my grandmother, my grandparents, um, he was an activist in this town and he, you know, he stood up, you know, he stood for what he believed in, even despite in those days, you know, where there was a lot going on in those times, you know, um, the civil rights movement and, and, you know, being part of the NAACP, you know, you had to stand up for what you believed in better. There was no, there was no one way to, to stand, you had to stand on what you believed in. So, you know, if I've, I've been uh, in the communities of of district one. Uh, I've I've seen and I've heard I've heard their concerns. Um I heard there's some concerns and I know that there's uh, I heard their desire sorry about that. I'm mm-hmm. oh, sorry. Um I basically want to work with council to ensure that you know that the needs are met of Mullins are you know are being heard. You know that's that's one of the main things. Uh, my platform is uh, people with the three Ps, people problems. And progress is basically you know want to meet make sure we meet the needs of the people you know we want to make sure that you know that no matter the race of the neighborhood that only met but it's made a priority um, and basically the problems you know I want to work with council to ensure that the hard-earned tax dollars of our centers are being allocated for the resources that you know like drainage solutions as we talked yeah. about um, sewage control better roads youth programs and programs uh, to help create jobs so basically with you know with that you know we all have something to contribute whether you know like kelly herself you know the business aspect you know if we can all work along with things that we're best at working at i feel like there there's a progress and that's when progress comes in you know if I, i've met with you know some of the citizens again uh to ask you know what are some of the concerns that you have and basically asking them what they want or what they're you know of, of them being heard and say right. hey, we're going to address this to council,
1: yeah.
2: address this to council and see if the other districts as well need to come collectively to work together for this progress. I've, you know I feel like every meeting that you know that is had there should be you know some progress being made, something passed. You know not a meeting about a meeting when you go to a meeting. That's you know that's what I feel about uh, you know yeah, for yeah. platform. Far as progress, so those those that's my platform, uh, people problems and progress i
0: love it i love it oh my gosh uh i again when i hear you all speak about such passion i'm at i I think i'm older than all of you um but you know just seeing you know we all grew up together in mullins and just just seeing you all today in this mindset of change and you know i really want to see something for our next generation to come it's just inspiring but when we come back we're going to talk about the aspect of voting why is it important? important Coming up, why is it important to vote? Our guests tell us why. We'll bring it back. The Finkley Experience is an educational consulting firm that specializes in first-generation education. We assist parents and their students with the college process. We train school administrators, and we also partner with colleges and universities to assist with their first-generation population. To learn more about our consulting firm and to purchase our book and workbook, please visit our website at thefinkleyexperience.com. Back to The Michael Finkley Show. We are still chatting with Kelly, Brian, and Mayo. Change changes of Mullen, South Carolina. So anybody can ask you this question. Why is it important to vote? Why is it important?
1: If, number one, your ancestors literally got I was about sprayed, to say <laughs> bit by dogs, yeah, died. Yeah for your right and not even your ancestors as a woman perspective mm-hmm. I, I, we couldn't vote as a woman i whether you was no. white black mexican hispanic whatever but is is your, your right but secondly voting truly matters if you want change to happen Voting is going to get people like myself and Mayo in the office. Voting is going to help get get some of the infrastructure problems and issues handled. Voting is going to help us with our taxes increase, whether it goes up or goes down. Voting is going to help with our, you know, if Black Lives Matter, y'all, y'all, you know, you you Mm -hmm. up in the uproar by the police, but guess what? When you vote, you're voting for the sheriff, you're voting for your local solicitors, you're voting for your probate judges, your magistrate judges. Voting affects us in every single level from national to state to local to your things that you don't even really think about um Mm -hmm. how how funding is really allocated um with throughout the city throughout the state throughout the nation so i when people tell me that voting doesn't matter and they vote does not count i hit them where it hurts i always use this analogy you like your food stamps oh okay you better go out and vote
0: vote sure (laughs) sure (laughs) Sure, go vote (laughs) go vote oh
2: Uh, Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, I think it's more essential than ever now to, you know, to vote just because, you know, we need, we need change. Um, And it's basically because some of the decisions that are being made around us, as Kelly said, you know, the only way to bring about the change is if we vote, you know, if you want those bills to pass uh, into law, vote, you know, if you want, you know, those things to be done right in your community, vote, you know, if you want to ensure the leaders are being held accountable, vote, you know, voting, you know, allows us, you know, for the change of uh, the opportunity for us to change. And you know, that's wow. what you know, that's what I believe. And right. and not voting is also part of the problem as well. You know, as far as voter suppression, you know, learning yep. about what not, you know, some I've been to some residents house, you know, maybe you maybe you are a but you you must know that you can't, you know, that you can vote, you know, under the certain circumstances. You can vote, you know, under you know under those under those situations. So yeah, that's why I believe, you know, we should vote. Yes, definitely. Because vote voting
0: changes. Voting changes so many different things, and that's what you all are trying to do in the city of Mullins, Pastor McKnight. Please, yes, um, oh President Barack Obama, he taught us the, with the true meaning of change back in 2008.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What are some encouraging words for our youth of Mullins and around the world, whoever's viewing this, um, of the of the of their voting rights? Sure, um, I will say this here uh on sunday our church is doing something called vote sunday vote sunday v-o-t-e sunday and uh in doing that because i've always ever since i started pastoring, i've always been different i'm a spiritual man but i know also that if we cannot cater to the natural needs of man it's hard for them to tap into the spiritual aspect of man. Jesus fed the 5,000 plus women and children. You know, he always met the natural needs. Then he gave them the spiritual aspect. And so um, I've I've said, okay, we're going to have a Sunday called Vote Sunday. Just Vote Sunday. You know, this is what we're going to cater. Everything I'm going to preach that Sunday is going to be about in some aspect of voting. So I said that. To say this here is that when we look at the church in some aspect, it's like we are fearful to talk about politics. And, and I and listen. I dealt with this all week. Like I did, I was like, "Oh Lord, if I put this out, what people are gonna think?" Because you hear no one talking about politics in the church. It's kind of like, "Don't say that." That's a cuss word in the church. You know. <laughs> you know. You. Just, you know. But but the thing that when we look throughout history. Most of our leading politicians or, or, or change agents, uh, they were ministers. Martin Luther King, Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, like, like they used their platform of influence not to just uh, inspire people on Sundays about God is, go- and, you know, and that's something else. And please don't crucify me. But we make God responsible for things that he's given us authority over. That's one of the problems I have with with us as church folk, you know, in a sense, is that we, we, and as leaders, we can't keep keeping this slave, this slavery mentality of this person who's in the sky is gonna make everything happen Uh, It's your responsibility to vote. It's your responsibility to go in the community. It's your responsibility to make change happen. And so I said all of that to say this. Here, um, dealing with our young people, uh, and, and I posted this last week. Every time I vote, I take my children. I take them. Every time I vote, I don't care what it is. They go with me, and they see me vote, and I explain to them why i'm voting it's our responsibility to give them the knowledge that they need and i think that our parents in some sense i can speak for minds they were sincere but they were bought they were brought by chicken sandwich they were brought by you know kiss the baby but they were sincere in their heart but they dealt with people who were not uh i remember as a child and you know my dad always told me, son, vote Democratic because they are for the black people, mm-hmm. right? That's what he told me. Now, you know, let's say if that's the case, or, or but at the end of the day, you vote, you vote voting color and not principles or not standards, not, not what they stand for. It's like I'm voting because I'm familiar. So anything that looks familiar and I won't call any names, uh, uh, but there are some people here in Marion County who've been in position for years because people are familiar with them because when their lights almost got almost got cut off, they called blank, blank, and they kept their lights on. When their son needed a job, well, I made some screens and I got him a job. But you got to understand this, that that's, that's helping individuals. But what if we can get somebody not in the screen but at the fountainhead? That's the thing. We got to get out of the stream of things and get at the fountainhead where things are being controlled. And that's everything that comes out from that fountainhead is determined by the by the uh, everything that comes in the stream is determined by the fountainhead. In other words, the reason why the flow is so short and all we see in this area are drips is because there's somebody at the faucet that's keeping it turned down where we get it enough but not what we need. Now that's, a so that's what we get at the fountainhead. That's, but that's I got That's the good. word, Pastor. That's no, the word no. see. I need, a, I need an hour with you. No, no, no. <laughs> I need no. a whole hour with you. Oh my word. We got to get at the fountain. We got yeah. to get, we got to, got to. Mayo, do you think Mullins is ready for a change?
2: I think Mullins is ready for the change, um, mm-hmm. but I, I can only speak for myself when I say that you know Mullins is ready for the change. You know, I've mm-hmm. I've listened to the people, I've listened to the residents of the town. I think that you know, far as the younger generation, I yeah. think that we are ready. I also believe that we should listen to the elders because they have the wisdom. They have the sure. wisdom to to help navigate us uh, from 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 some of those pitfalls that. As we as what we call this history repeating itself, uh, I think I think we are ready. Uh, I think if you know, once again, vote, uh, put the right people in place. Uh, I think that's the most important thing, and and vote the you know the the right people. I think I think that's that's important. That's exactly. that's the start. Starting exactly. local, starting locally. That's that's really important. Yeah, exactly.
0: What are your thoughts, Kelly?
1: Yes, absolutely. I think. Like um, Mayo said, the younger generation, they're fired up. They're ready to go. They're ready for change because they're this title of the same old, same old. And they know that we are the next generation to lead. Um, when it comes to the older generation, it's just, you know, really changing that mindset and getting to understand, trust us, trust the next generation. Take a seat back, relax. Um, we need the wisdom. We need, you know, the guidance from you guys. Yeah. But we got it. Um, let us yeah. take the torch and continue your legacy at the end of the day um, because at the end of the day Mullins I got to, I always use this, this, this term Mullins is on life support yes it's on life support but mm-hmm. Mullins is not dead yet and if we the change agents can really have the opportunity we just give it an opportunity just to implement some of the great ideas that myself and Mayo have for this great community i really feel that it's going to open up a door to even more change agents that's going to be activated and on fire to really mobilize to the whole entire city and trust me you may not be no myrtle beach level but we're going to be thriving in some type of capacity
0: exactly exactly i love this and again i'm proud of each and every one of you kelly how can they find you on social media
1: Yes, you can follow me on Facebook at Kelly R. Williams for Mullen City Council, District Number 5. You also can follow my website, www.krw4council.com, and where you can really read in detail of my platform and just really learn some more information about me. But on my Facebook, I am always engaging. I'm always on Facebook Live. So thank you, guys. Follow me on Facebook.
0: Uh, I love it. Mayo, how can they find you on social media?
2: Yeah. You're on mute. Yes.
1: Yeah, so you can
2: find, yeah, so you can find me uh, on the m.christianphillips Christian Phillips uh, Facebook and the Mayo Christian Phillips Jr. for a City Council. Um, and I also have a LinkedIn for as Mayo Christian Phillips uh, for LinkedIn. Yes. All right.
0: Thank you, Mayo. Pastor Thank McKnight, you. how yes, can we you find you on social media? Brian E. McKnight, Facebook, Google, I guess. <laughs> They're putting all your information out there anyway. And they don't even ask you, you know, <laughs> but uh, it's me, Brian E. McKnight. Mm-hmm. All right. And your church. Yes, sir. It is the Transformation Community Church located for now in LADA. Latter- but our church will be moving on 501 in Marion County. And I am excited because I uh, want to be sometimes if you're not in a certain city, you can not have a certain pool. And you can kind of get stopped on doing some things. But um, that's where we are. I uh, love it. I love it. And Big you vision, all- man. Yes, God, definitely. Definitely, yeah. definitely. we dreamed one, but God has a bigger one for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate each and every one of you. Your information is in the description below. Thank you so much. The Change Agents, this is just a few of them. There are many more. The Change Agents of Mullin, South Carolina. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Appreciate
0: you. Hi there, it's Finkley. Do you want to become the next guest on The Michael Finkley Show? Do you have an incredible story to inform, educate, and inspire others? Well, you can. Email us at Michael at TheFinkleyExperience.com and follow us on our social media platforms. See you soon. On the next Michael Finkley Monday, we chat with Terrence Seegers of Seegers Promotional Products, a black-owned promotional products company. Don't you dare miss the next Michael Finkley. Welcome back to the Michael Finkler Show What did you learn from today's show? Uh, Please, 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 please share the information with us in the comments below Thank you so much for our guests today um, Ms. Kelly Williams, Pastor Brian McKnight, and Mayo Christian Phillips Thank you so much for sharing your insight, your knowledge, your wisdom Oh, the right to vote. What does that look like for everybody? It looks different. Struggles are different. So thank you so much for giving your input in which you much success in the future and your future endeavors. Thank you so much. On the next Michael finckley we are going to be celebrating the lives and the... Awesome profession of photographers. And we have Kendrick Johnson. We also have Albert Bates, Trell Martin, and Nelson Sanchez with us. And they're going to talk about their experience in this cool profession that is sweeping the nation today. That's on the next Michael Finkley. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Michael Finkley Show. Ring that bell notification. And we'll send you in an email saying, hey, new content is uploaded. If you'd love to be a guest on The Michael Finkley Show, please email us at michael at Thank you so much for watching. And guess what? We'll see you Friday. Have a good one.